Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Welcome to What is the Point? We're so glad that we're here this that you're here with us today, that we're here with you today. I, can I? Can we let people know why we are laughing from the start? Every, <laughs> because you just start without any kind of warning. Every time, so mid-conversation, I feel like that's just the truest, realest us. Uh, we're talking mid-conversation. Welcome to what is the point? And that's when they know it's time to... Um, Get serious. Get serious. You didn't even clear my throat yet. Now I got to do that on the mic. And before you clear your throat, Will Maxwell (laughs) over here. What is is up? (laughs) In the mic. And Heather Harmon. What's up, guys? What's up? My name is John Martz. And uh, so today, what do you guys want to talk about? There's so many things. What do you guys? I'm, I'm kind of struggling with some big decisions oh, in my life. Okay. Not struggling. I'm facing a few big decisions in my life. Ooh. So I think it would be important. I have a lot of conversations with young adults who face multiple decisions. So I just thought, yes, let's it, talk about it. I, well, I'll tell you this. It's um, a lot of people are indecisive. <laughs> um, you know, I even talk, talk, you know, guys, we know this. You, know, you talk to your girl, you're like, what do you want to go out to eat tonight? <laughs> You, I don't you know. can. I mean, you. It Red doesn't matter. I don't know. Nah. Nah. Yeah. No. I don't care is the answer. And then you give her a list of fifty things, and none of them sound good. But that's my testimony. Did you guys <laughs> never stop telling your story? <laughs> Have you guys seen like the trick? Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you. Oh say, yeah. I made dinner reservations. Yes. Yeah. Guess where we're eating, and if she's like. <gasps> Uh, Fuji, and then you're like, "That's where she wants to go. That's where I take her. I love Fuji." If you you're wondering, the, go to Fuji. Have that's you seen the backfire of that water brand? No, they dude's like, "Oh yeah, I've made reservations," and then he tries to go and make reservations. Oh, yeah, no. not booked for two hey, weeks. Well, we live in Springfield, <laughs> so <laughs> if you live in a bigger city, don't do that. If you yeah. live in Springfield or a smaller city, you're fine. You're, you're good. Totally fine. I can't think of a single place that you wouldn't be able to do that. That's probably hmm. true. Maybe that's on a nice. holiday. Maybe. But other than that, they'd still be like, we want your money. We'll find a table outside or something. Okay. But I know for a lot of us, what decisions can either sink us or save us. How do you make good decisions? What does that look like? So uh, why is it important for us to make the right decision? Yeah. And what does that even mean? What's the right decision? Yeah, that's a good question. I think the what is the right decision is so subjective, but I also think that it's so instinctual (laughs) that you will just know like, Usually what is the best decision for you and the reason why I think it's so important to make the right decisions is because without sounding like pressure, every decision you make adds up and adds up and adds up. And then as a result of all of these seemingly small decisions, that is like the outcome of that is your life and your environment and the situation um, that you're in. And I think we can look back um, when we find ourselves in a situation (laughs) of like, Yeah, you know what? It was a series of questionable decisions that led me to this place. (laughs) Or it was a series of really good, methodical, intentional decisions that led me to this place. Like both of those things can happen and be true. So um, not for that to sound like pressure, but just perspective, right? Of like the decisions that I make do matter and not in a way that like my life is just 
going to be over if I make the wrong decision. I definitely think that we can regroup and, you know, pivot and, and, and switch when we need to. But, uh, yeah, the decisions we make today definitely affect our tomorrow. Yeah. You didn't get here overnight if you made bad decisions and if you made good decisions, you didn't get here overnight. So you probably can't fix it overnight either, which we've talked about that in past podcasts, but that's something to remember. Right. Uh, to go even what, like the back half of that question, like, what is even the right decision? Yeah. Uh, Cause the decision that you make is not going to be the decision that somebody else makes. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like uh, what you decide to do, someone else may not, but that's yeah. not, that's not their life. Like yeah. that's the decision. That's the right decision for you mm-hmm. to make. Uh, that may not be the right decision for somebody else to make. So just like what Heather said, I think it's so important for you to want to take that into consideration first. What is the right decision for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's super important because just like you guys are saying, like, they just they just matter like they mm-hmm. they I can I can think back to my life and I think of like the decisions that I made that led me here and I'm like oh there's some bad ones in there there's <laughs> definitely some bad ones in there uh, yeah. and I'm like okay how did I get here oh it's, it's all of those or the good things that I have in my life I'm like hey how did I get here it's yeah. some of the good ones in there absolutely and I don't want to leave it up to just like well you'll know when you know type of yeah. deal or like right. you'll know what the right decision is you'll feel it because sometimes I've been in situations where I'm like I really don't yeah right and I struggle I do struggle with that a lot I'm a very indecisive yeah. person so I don't really know like even when it comes to like directions I'm just I'm not good at that <laughs> so I if you're already not good at it you like get even worse at it yeah so like I don't know about Mel but I could like put a bag over her head spin around 10 times and she'll find true north like she just I don't know how she does it <laughs> that's me it's yeah it's a superpower yeah. it's literally a superpower. <laughs> For me, I like I'll literally like I, I still drive to Kansas City probably once a month and I have to pull up maps no. because I'm like, well, one, I don't want to take it's a three hour drive. I don't want to take one wrong turn and make it four hours. What's okay. Your, what's your Enneagram again? I'm a six. He's okay. I'm building I'm building a plane as it goes. Yeah, like I'm it, built different. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not like the other rappers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> It's ridiculous. But all that to say, if you're already bad at something, you probably don't have a lot of confidence in it. And it makes it even harder when people say like, well, you know, you'll know. And you're just like, man, sometimes I don't know. And so um, our goal on this podcast is not to give you like all the answers. That's not it. But we want to give you tools and resources to be able to find the answer for you. Yeah. And I think one um, natural, easy thing before uh, we get into anything is I've, I've heard of this and, and I've used it. And I, I think a lot of us instinctually use this, but it's something called GPS. It's, um, you know, what do you do when you, when you use a GPS? You, you type in where you want to go yeah. and uh, then you follow the directions to get there. Yeah. And the directions of GPS is um, what? Uh, groups, prayer, and scripture. So oh, nice. I don't want to give you the answers. Okay. Th- those is not like, hey, you have to do those things. But especially if you're bad at something and you have a lot of, you lack 100%. a lot of confidence in it, having a system is better than not having a system. Yeah. And when I talk about groups, obviously I'm not talking about just like, well, who are my friends? Because probably your friends helped you get to the spot that you're in, (laughs) right? Nothing good starts with hold my beer, okay? And those are probably the friends that you have. And then moving on and you're like, okay, so I need to look at groups. Okay, what's a healthy group that I can be a part of? What's a great community? You're probably not going to meet them in a bar. Probably going to meet them maybe at a church. I don't know, just saying. But what's a good community? You'll know, you do know who those good people are in your Mm -hmm. life. You do know that. So relying on the groups and then uh, prayer is a great option. I think a lot of people, they vent about their problems. They vent about the decision that they have to make. But it's like, hey, have you prayed about it? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, uh, the answer is no. Right. <laughs> if, you, if you stutter, you're like, well, no, I haven't. Yeah, I did last night. <laughs> yeah. So pray about it. Seriously. Yeah. And then scripture. Look to scripture. And it's not just a you know, Russian roulette. Open it up. Pick a spot. It, it is one of those things where... 
Um, it is great to seek advice. Obviously, make sure that it's in context, that it's not yeah. something that you just you grab. And your group will hopefully help you get there and find that. But yeah. uh, I know we've talked about this a lot, but honestly, making a decision is uh, pretty important too. So uh, the worst decision is not making one. And so... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You got to make a decision. If you go somewhere, we probably are going to guess that, that God's going to bless it mm-hmm. as long as it's not sin. Not sin. But have you ever made a bad decision? Never. <laughs> <laughs> never. I was gonna, so we've got two people that have never made a bad decision. Heather, never. Have, um, we all know Heather has made a few never. questionable decisions. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, both before I was a Christ follower and then even after I became a Christ follower. Like, again, like John saying, we don't have all of the answers. Same thing. You don't become a Christian and then all of a sudden it's like now I have tapped into this access that is going to prevent me from making bad decisions or prevents me from bad situations in life that definitely doesn't happen. Um, so yeah, I've made lots of bad decisions. The difference is like, I think like that's where grace comes in. Um, and one thing that I always just like have to check myself on is I've, I've heard it said this way and I love it is that a mistake repeated more than once is a decision Mm. like that. That is a decision. And so, um, I think a lot, um, of young adults and myself too, I've kind of lied to myself in a in a season of just bad decisions, stupid decisions um, that I consciously was making, knowing that they were stupid decisions of like, yeah, messed up. That that was a mistake. Missed that one. We'll get them next time. Right. <laughs> and then I find myself in a sim- similar situation and I'm like, oops, mistake. And it's like, girl, <laughs> like, let's get honest with yourself. Like, you can't keep saying this is a mistake. A mistake repeated more than once is, in fact, a decision. So, um, again, not to guilt anybody or, like, convict anyone because your girl is the best at it. Um, but, yeah, definitely made a ton of mistakes. I still stand by what I said. Whatever. Never, ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mistake. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, all the time. Uh, this morning, uh, last night. I mean, it's just, it goes on and on. Like, it's uh, that burger. That at burger. 11. That Taco Bell <laughs> Man, is horrible. Um, no, but, and, and I think that's life. I think if you're going through life, like trying to be mistake free, trying mm-hmm. to be perfect, um, you're, you're, you're going to put a lot of unneeded pressure on yourself. Yeah. Like every decision you make, yes, we strive for the best. And just like Mars was saying earlier, like I, there are going to be times where I just don't know what the right decision is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're going to miss out on it uh, by not making a decision because you're afraid of making the wrong one. And, mm-hmm. and that's going to be a decision. So it's, it's yes. Uh, I'll go back to what I say. And yes, I have made bad decisions uh, and I will continue to do that. I will try my best not to, uh, but we're not going to get it right every time. And I, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of it. And I think the, the, the key to that is learning from it. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. Thomas Edison. What is that quote? Uh, I, I didn't fail. I learned 10,000 ways not, not to, to make the light, yeah. light to not yeah. make the light bulb, to not do it. Uh, and, and I think that's what it is that using those, mistakes those failures as your stepping stones like you read so many people who failed at a company failed at this failed a million times until they uh succeed finally succeeded like you can fail a million times you just need that one time like that one time gets it and then you're there so i know that that kind of switched to failure but i think it's the same thing with our uh, i think so too just because again it's just like pulling that data right of like if this is a mistake or a decision that I have made that didn't set me up for success last time, then yeah. mm. chances are 
not going to set me up for success this time. And then similarly, right, it doesn't have to always be like this negative connotation or like negative conversation. It can be these were decisions that I made that really set me up for success or Mm -hmm. like I really succeeded in this moment or whatever it is. And like, I am going to make more decisions like that um, to set me up for that type of success and other people, right? At some point it has to be outside of you and in greater than you too. So yeah, definitely just like using that as data to help influence future decisions. And and I like that you use data because that's not like you – just beating yourself up. Mm -hmm. It's saying it is what it is. Cause at the end of the day, I know where I want to go and I'm going to keep trying things to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know I want to make better, better decisions. And and that's the case. And usually the the days that I make bad decisions are the days that I wake up and I don't like say, search my heart. Oh God, see if there'd be any Mm -hmm. wicked way in me. It's, it's usually the days where I just like get up and start going. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, wow, I made some bad decisions today. (laughs) Like what happened? Well, yeah, I'm king of my life. So, and God Mm -hmm. lets you when you do that. Um, but I do think having a short memory there is important and kind of what, what you talked about and, uh, you know, one of the, the quotes I've heard a lot is, well, we can't erase our beginnings. We can edit our endings. And it comes with, uh, there's like this, this famous Swedish chemist called Albert Noble. All right. Mm -hmm. And you've heard of him only because he created this thing called dynamite. And so he made dynamite. And, uh, you know, it, it started being used in all these different places. And originally, you know, it was for like demo. Mm-hmm. Which is what he what what the thought was, yeah. right? And then you know it started being used in wars, and it started being used to kill wow. people, and it started be using all these things. And this thing that he invented that he meant for good ended up turning into bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you do? And so what he did, he decided to do uh, is he donated donated nine million dollars to uh, to fund and uh, like a reward like peace making movement, and, and that's what we call the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, so it's very interesting. Okay, bow on that. If you didn't like anything today, (laughs) that took you at least learned something. Like it just honestly, dude made it made dynamite. Found out that it was for a bad thing, and then funded this thing for inventors to make things that change the world in a good way. Better. Wow. Yeah. It's and it's like okay. So I made this thing. I can't be like, let me just take down the patent. Nobody make it anymore. They're gonna keep making it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you you can't what you, you can't erase your beginning. But you can edit that ending. You can That's edit really the good. legacy that you have, the impact that you have. You can edit some of those decisions that you that you made. That you're like, well, That's this is so me. Good. This is the sum of me. No, yeah. it's not. That's so mm. good. Um. All right. Wow. What was that guy's name? Let's again? just like in. We- <laughs> like, what else is there to say? Albert Noble. <laughs> Noble. Oh, so that's the Nobel Peace Prize. The Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Peace Nobel. Prize. However you want to. If you're bougie or not, <laughs> Nobel. Target. Okay. You know. Target. What? But why do we struggle to make decisions? Like I know yeah. I, I said it earlier. Like the only bad decision is no decision. Yeah. Like yeah. indecision. All right. But sometimes when we're stuck in that situation, we're paralyzed or we're just like, I'm going to make the wrong decision because I made so many in the past. Yeah. Like what, what do we struggle with making decisions? Yeah. Well, I think it is just that it's, it's, I don't think it's, we, it's less about struggling to make decisions as it is about fearing what the result of our decisions will be. Say that. It's Mm. like, I'm scared of the dark, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't know that. I didn't know that, but, but that's great. Yeah, there I probably shouldn't have shared that. But I, huh. I'm scared of the dark, but really, like, I'm scared of what's in the dark, right? It's mm, so, yeah. and I think that's like something that I see a lot with young adults is like there's some seemingly like really big decisions that we have to make in these young adult years, right? And, and I think like we add this pressure, or maybe some outside factors add this pressure, parents, whatever. Of like, if I don't pick the right school, then like, I'm not 
going to like reach my full potential or if I, you know, and we, we always, or not always, but oftentimes like we've, feel like we have, you know, one decision, two decisions, three decisions or whatever. And if I don't make the right one, then I'm doomed and everybody is doomed. And sometimes that leads to inaction. And then sometimes that leads to clouded judgment um, or rash decisions. And I just think like, I get it. And I, I, I totally understand that. But I think it's just trying to eliminate that fear. And again, not to give anybody the answers and like, there's a two-step process and then you'll be able to make decisions Already forever. did it. GPS. <laughs> right. GPS. I'm just kidding. There you go. But I do think like as much as we can eliminate or, or remove um, feelings and emotion and just try to let like yes. logic and then there's a host of other things of just like community and prayer and scripture um, that we can introduce too. But I think at the the very beginning, it just has to be removing that fear of like the unknown and like, well, if I make this decision, what's going to happen, make the decision, make a decision. And then whatever happens, make another one, right? Like mm-hmm. we can shift, we can pivot. You're not doomed for the rest of your Absolutely. life because you make yeah. one. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to make a million more decisions like that. I promise. So, um, start practicing, <laughs> make a decision. <laughs> and then if you need to shift, you can shift. Yeah. I, uh, so uh, why do we struggle? Uh, the same thing, just tagging it on. That's what I do best after Heather. That's why I go. If you guys ever wonder why I go second, that's why. Oh, um, that's why I go third. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I ask the question. <laughs> so, I'm legitimately asking for myself. There it so, is. Yes. It's a smart way. No, uh, it's that what if. Like I literally, I just had this conversation mm-hmm. with my wife the other day because we have some decisions that we have to make. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's that what if game of like of the result of the decision. What if... Uh, there's rejection on the other yeah. side of that. What if there is uh, failure? What mm-hmm. if there is this, that, and a third? And I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to play that game, you have to play the other game too. Yeah. What if the, What if I succeed? Mm-hmm. What if I'm accepted? What if, like, it's the same coin, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think so many people, and I don't know if that's just my personality type, but that's kind of how I will go into a decision. It's just like, you know, oh what if I fail? Well, what if I win? And yeah. if I win, I'm going to win big, you know? Um, but a lot of people struggle and they paralyze themselves in that because uh, they don't know what's behind door number two. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what's behind there could be the best thing in your life so or it could be a, 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 a bad decision. Right. But just like Heather said, uh, you can make another decision. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay in that door. You can mm-hmm. walk right back out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and so uh, that fear and then insecurity of just like, man, I'm not, good enough for it i've seen a lot of people miss out on opportunity because they thought they weren't good enough for it Mm -hmm. they thought that they weren't and i'm like man if that opportunity came to you um man go for it and find out like go for it and see if you're good enough or rise to the occasion like you are capable you are more than capable of of so many things so um i don't know just not letting your i just want to encourage people to not allow that like fear or the your imagination be mm-hmm. the the limitation you know yeah. what i mean don't allow that that fear of that what if to paralyze you and not moving for sure well i like what john says like if it's not sin god's gonna bless it in some way and yeah. again it might not always look like what you think it should mm-hmm. have it might not look like success in the moment but god is going to use that situation that decision in some way to shape your story and to shape you um and ultimately you know that is a part of your story. And looking back, it's like, listen, I have made these decisions. I have made bad decisions that led me to this dark place in my life. 
but uh-huh. Jesus, like, <laughs> is the redemption there. That's that's where the grace comes in. And my story is riddled with that. Like, my story is riddled with dumb decision after dumb decision after dumb decision that for a while I just, like, so did not want to tell anybody because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's so embarrassing that I ever made those decisions. Right. But ultimately, that is what brings so much power to my story is that yes. in spite of those decisions. Uh, that's it. Like, in spite of dumb decision after dumb decision after dumb decision, like, I was not far too far gone for God to redeem any of them. Like, and if that's you, like, that's just my encouragement to you is, like, just make the next best decision that you can. And then ultimately, and, you know, we'll cross this bridge when we get to it, but just, like, that is the redeeming factor of your story. And own that, like, because Mm. there's so much freedom in you owning that for somebody else who is struggling with owning it. So good. That's a different podcast, but that's a oh. strong. Let's do that podcast. We're just going to just pivot the pivot real quick. Pivot. Welcome to the point, guys. <laughs> Part two. No, it, it, and I love that. And even you know, it, how do you make that? How do you make a decision? Why is it so hard? And I think a lot of us, you know, we get the community aspect. We love going to people and venting our problems and be like, yeah. "What should I do?" But the biggest thing is just make sure that you're looking for advice and not agreement. Mm. Make sure that it's like, okay, do I just want to? Am I going to this person because I know I'm going to get what I hear? Or am I going to go to this person that's really a big mentor in my life and I didn't hear what I what I wanted to hear? Yeah. So now I'm going to go to somebody else, or I'm not going to make a decision because I'm still like, yeah, maybe I want to do this, and right. you know, and obviously you know your motives and you know where you're at, and this is what's key is that you have to know yourself when it comes yeah. to making a decision. That's one of the most important so things. Good. Like for me, I know that I'm motivated by fear. Mm-hmm. So every single day I do things that scare me. Mm-hmm. I don't love speaking. I absolutely, <laughs> I have stage fright and I'm not like, I don't love it, yeah. but I'm yeah. like, Oh, it scares me. But like, I also know that I'm motivated by fear and that's how I make decisions. So I have to do things that scare me mm. for others of you. You're too adventurous. Okay. And doing things that scare you <laughs> to doing things that scare you may kill you. Okay. Yeah. So for some of you, it's like, I know I'm very adventurous. I know I want something new. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. Okay. Then it's like, okay, this is probably a great thing to say. Maybe having a routine and following it yep. may be so, one of the best decisions for me. Cause I know myself yep. and I know that I'm motivated by new or whatever. So really looking through whether that's, whether that's, uh, you're motivated by fear, maybe you're motivated by feelings mm-hmm. or you're motivated by, um, uh, the future, you mm-hmm. know, you're very forward thinking, um, motivated by the past. I don't know what it is, but know yourself and then know the balance that's in that. Hey, that's if good. I naturally move this side of the spectrum, maybe going to somebody who is on the opposite side of that spectrum may balance me out. So, good. so thinking about something like that. So it's, you know, those are just some practical tips that are like common knowledge. That's mm-hmm. helpful for you to do that. And so, uh, here's the biggest question. How do you know that you've made the right decision after you've made it? <laughs> that That is, it that is, is tough. I, I mean, is. I guess, but, yeah. Yeah. No, it is tough. And I feel like honestly, in the past few like conversations we've had on this podcast, I've said the words, there isn't a one size fits all answer. <laughs> I <laughs> so haven't heard that. Ta- no, I've said it like four times. Um, but I, I think that is so true. But and I hate to also say that like some of it is instinct. Some of it is intuition. Um, some of it. Right. And there is a balance. But Honestly, for for me, about like a year, year and a half, I don't know, it's all blending together at this point, but a year, a year and a half ago, um, I got like this job offer, right? And it was, John, I'm sure you remember this. I remember this. this. I you were already really... working like three jobs, but keep going. Oh, get tired. <laughs> yeah. um, but you remember like I really struggled with this decision because it was like my dream job, right? Or what I thought my dream job At was. At least dream pay. 
hundred so. percent. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, like I've always thought like this is something that I would want to do, a career path I would like to try to take because there is the potential to make a ton of money there. To your point of like know yourself, know what motivates you. I can be vulnerable on this podcast and say Safe place. absolutely money like money motivates me money sometimes and money- <laughs> i want to go where the money resides <laughs> and some of that is okay i'm not here to shame anybody who wants to make money i'm not but i know for me personally that can get to a level of unhealth where it's like if money is my only motivator then i am like blatantly ignoring red flags mm-hmm. right and so this happened to be one of those situations where I'm like, as soon as I was approached with this like job offer, I'm like a hundred percent. Yes. Like I'm in, I don't need to know any of the details. Like I'm absolutely doing this. This is my big break. <laughs> like I don't have to work three jobs anymore. <laughs> I can just work one. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, like I'm all in. Right. And so thankfully I, I do have a few people who I can call instantly in those situations. One of them is my uncle. It's so weird. I didn't get a phone call. Will you did, did though. Didn't, you didn't, didn't get a phone call, but we had multiple so conversations weird. at church. Do not even do that. We had it's multiple nuts. conversations. John. Not, what about me? Anyway, this is going to be a long story <laughs> Nothing? because you oh. guys keep interjecting. <laughs> so I call my uncle, I give him Still the, no the overarching deeds that I have. And he is like, well, why don't you just ask if you can go through this training period without any commitments, right? Of like, yes, I'm quitting my full-time job and I'm jumping right into this. Ask, is there a scenario where I can go through this training period, kind of get a feel for it, and then make my decision at the end of this two-week training period? And I'm like, hadn't thought of that. Great idea. So I call, I ask, you know, can I can I do this? And they were like, absolutely, not a problem. And in hindsight, praise God for good counsel <laughs> in that situation, right? Where like I didn't, I was so blinded by my emotions. It's kind of like you can't see the forest through the trees type thing of like, this is exactly what I've wanted to Mm -hmm. happen. And here Mm -hmm. it is. So I'm just going to go all in, make the decision. Yes. But thank God that I had that counsel of like, well, you know, let's kind of see it for what it is. Right. Um, And ultimately, to, to make a long story short, I did not end up taking that job because I went through that two week period of intentional, informed decision making processes of like oh, this isn't just the money. I'm actually going to have to work all the time, right? Mm. And like even more than I do now, like all the time. And it's very stressful. And I'm going to have to make a lot of very important decisions that like quite literally people's lives depend on these decisions. And so if money is my only motivator in there, like I'm missing a lot of glaring things that maybe don't add up to the life that I want to live because I know myself. I Yes, sometimes I am motivated by money and I need to keep that in check. But what my priorities are in the life that I'm trying to build is a life where there is balance, right? A life where I don't work all the time. I'm not stressed out all the time. I'm present in my marriage and my family and all of these things. And making the decision to take that job would not have supported that lifestyle that I want to create, right? And so long-winded way of of answering this question but like truly I do just like thank God that I had you know somebody like my uncle in community that I could process those decisions through because I know for me emotions sometimes just really really lead and I can get really excited and just make a decision blindly because my emotions led and honestly I see that so often with young adults especially as it relates to relationships those are just the types of conversations I have a lot and it's like (laughs) but he's really cute literally somebody on the outside is like run (laughs) you know true like run and I've been the girl in the situation where like friends are outside people are like 
run, like flee, don't mm-hmm. walk. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Like emotions yep. are in the way. There's yep. no boundaries. Like yep. it feels right. I'm just going to write. He this just doesn't want to put a label on it, but that's 100%, fine. 100%, 100%. And then all these outside people are like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I get it, you know, cause you've been on both sides, but that's just where it's so important to have the checks and balances, to have the people, the community. And of course, if you're a Christ follower, the prayer and the scripture and just that, that quiet time routine, um, to kind of support those decisions. Cause if I didn't, Lord knows where I would be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And I know that we have lots of desires and we're yeah. naturally led to make decisions that benefit our desires, but it is written always trumps. It is desired. Mm-hmm. All right. And so going back to scripture, GPS, that mug. Okay. Go in, go into people. All right. Go into that group. Go into like, it, it, I promise you, here's a, there's a way that seems right to man, yeah. but in the end leads to destruction. Mm-hmm. It's, like, seriously, I know that there's things that you're just like, one, if you know that you're unhealthy, yeah. then, yeah, it's really hard to make a good decision. And how do you know you did? Well, you don't because yeah. you're not healthy. Yeah. And you have to rely on healthy people probably to, to help you get to health and make that decision. Or you have to wait until you're healthy yeah. to make that decision and to know that it's probably a good one. But I'd say, hey, it is written is always a good spot to go to. If you need so to go good. to scripture. We talked about this uh, in lots of different messages, lots of different podcasts. Cross-examine Jesus' life. See how he lived. See how he loved. See how he treated people. See how he made decisions. That's going to be a great way. I mean, mm-hmm. dude literally went 40 days and 40 nights and, <laughs> and fasted and prayed. Yeah. I'm like, well, I, I, don't, I don't know if this decision is that important, mm-hmm. but <laughs> four hours? Yeah. Four D minutes? Days, yeah. Four a couple days? Wow. Four D Will is just, I mean, he's holy. He's holy, all right? So, man. Skip a meal? That's not me. So, I may fast on TV. I eat fast, but that's about it. So, uh, for for me, it's very much GPS. I I am a person that needs a system. And you're probably doing it even if I, you know, before we put the words to that. Yes, yes, yeah. The the decision to, uh, let's take the most recent big life decision of, you know, of, of coming to North Point. Uh, I had my group when I when I lobbed it to them. I was able to be honest and say, "Hey, this is the opportunity that I had, and uh, this is what I'm thinking." And, and they and said, "Run." Well, uh, <laughs> I got a phone call 30 seconds later and says, "Are you an idiot? Take that. Go <laughs> right now. Do it." Uh, and so I had the group that was there, people who are prayed up, people who I yeah. trust, people who people uh, who know you. who know me yeah. and who like can see my blind spots, who know what my family goals are. Just like what Heather was saying, like they know that this decision helps me uh, uh, get further, helps yeah. me reach those goals, helps my family, it benefits everybody. Um, but also when you're spending that time with God, for those of you who are believers, there is a peace that comes with those decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I, I mean, I don't know if this is helpful or more confusing or whatever, <laughs> but I am a firm believer of following that peace and that can only come with spending time with God. Yeah. Um, I drove around this parking lot at North Point for probably an hour uh just like literally looking for every reason not to come here and i just felt at peace like yeah this is what you need to do and so uh and that's just like in spending time and and worshiping and praying and having that uh group and having that prayer time having that scripture having all of those things 
And I believe the, the fruit of that will show. If you are going in, you made a decision and afterwards there's nothing but anxiety, there's nothing but pain, there's nothing but yeah. like harm. More then, weight uh, on your shoulders. More weight. Yes. You have to get excited to go to work. Like uh, you have to uh, get, in, you're exhausted because you're having to put on this fake front. Yeah. Then you probably didn't make the right decision. <laughs> um, but uh, I know for me, the decisions that I've made, I, I'm, I'm excited about them. Like I still am like the fruit of that. Like I can see the evidence of that decision played out through my life. So I hope that was, uh, hope that was helpful. Well, we hope all this is helpful for you. And again, if you ever have any questions, if you want to us to talk about something more specific or something else, uh, you can always slide into our DMS at NP the point or email us. What is the point at North point church dot TV. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.